I gotta say, Shannon, she is a special lady. And deserves so much better. You listen to me, you ancient piece of shit. Whatever you increase her up to, I'm gonna kick both your asses back to the nursing home. <laughs> I would love to see you try. Corner of Magnolia and Lancashire. Welcome to Cobra Kai. Doesn't matter if you're a loser or a nerd or a freak. All that matters is that you become badass. Welcome to Cobra Kai Never Dies podcast, hosted by AC Cristales and Jose Barron. We're the podcast show that breaks down and shares insight gained from the hit Netflix series Cobra Kai. Are you ready? Then fall in. I'm back with my friend, my brother. Jose, what's going on, man? Hey, man. Good to be back again. We're starting to get more consistent. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So uh, just good to be back. Good to be talking Cobra Kai. And you know what? The countdown is on. 30 more days until season five. <laughs> For sure, man. I'm thinking if we can record. We only have three left, right? So if we can record at least one per week, then we're definitely going to get you know, finished before season five comes out, man. And, you know, the trailer's going to come out any day now, maybe in the next week or two. And so Absolutely. we'll have to jump on and, and just talk about our predictions based on the trailer, man. But yeah, dude, like I told you, man, we're going to finish, you know, I appreciate you being flexible with your time, man. And here we go, man, talking about Cobra Kai episode eight party time, bro. So let me go ahead and read the synopsis, man. It goes like this. Miguel and Sam are excited about attending the junior prom until another couple unexpectedly shows up. Terry lures Johnny into a familiar location. All right, brother, go ahead and get us started with the three things that you loved from this episode. Three things I like. Off balance, parenting, and I like the music on this episode. Oh, you do? Yes. Okay, cool. And, I, and I'll, I'll, I'll explain them as we break down the scenes. All right, sounds good, bro. I had uh, Johnny versus Silver. That's one of the things that I liked. Uh, I had the family picture of the LaRussos and the Diaz's. I think that was pretty cool. I always like when, you know, people get together and stuff and take pictures. I always think that's kind of dope because it's kind of out. Not I wouldn't say outdated, but it's, it's just cool to see, man. And then uh, I had one, but I took it out. I am going to talk about it. I'll make sure that I'm going to talk about it. But when I saw this, I'm like, oh, I got to put this one instead. Quicksilver on the license plate of the Ferrari. Silver, I like yes, that, bro. Yes. I like that. I just, that's always cool, man. When you got a cool license plate, it kind of reminded me, you know, of, uh, 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 the rare air. I think that was Michael Jordan's on the license plate on his Ferrari that he had. He had something cool uh, like okay. that. So when I saw Quicksilver, I was like, yeah, that's, that's pretty dope. So, and that Ferrari's just, dope. just silver, the way, right? yeah, just the way it like, you know, uh, like the camera panned on it. I think that's pretty cool, man. All right, brother. Three yeah. things you hated from this episode. I can only come up with two, man. Uh, but let's see what you got. Maybe I agree with you. Uh, I came up with two as well. The third one I kind of threw in as a wild card. Okay. Um, Greg. <laughs> I'm Louis. with you, bro. The neighbor? Neighbor Greg? Yeah. The Hell neighbor yeah. Greg, I'm yeah. with you. All right. <laughs> and then Louie. And I had a hard time thinking about a third. So you, you didn't like Louie? Nah, you know, <laughs> the way he was awkwardly talking to Johnny. Yeah. You know, hey, how's your weekend going? You know? It made sense, though, bro. What would he say? He's like, well, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sense, kicking it with the biker gang no more. <laughs> I know, right? And then him uh, telling Johnny and Amanda about Cousin Nessa, that, you know, what is she in her seventh year of uh, child psychology or, yeah, or we're gonna, grad school? we're going to talk about that. You know we're going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. So, um, and then the third one, man, like I said, I had a hard time thinking of one, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go with crease and just, I didn't like how some of his reactions, um, towards some of the scenes, you know, okay. and we'll, we'll talk about it more in depth okay. as we get to those scenes. All right, well, yeah. I put crease in there as a dislike. I'm surprised. I'm surprised about that, bro. All right. Uh, the only thing I, the only thing else I could come up with, man, is, um, like I said, I'm with you with Greg, neighbor Greg, um, and you know what? One just came to mind right now because this is this is going to take us into the beginning. But neighbor Greg was one, and then I didn't like Dimitri's uh, Pac-Man jacket. 
kind of kind of dumb, dude. You know. And then he has a hot yeah. girl, right? And he's wearing a Pac-Man jacket. I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. And then the third thing, I'm just gonna say the opening. So let's just go ahead and go into the opening. I didn't like the opening, man. I don't know about you. I I, I get that people love Stingray. I love Stingray. Stingray brought some comedy into this uh, episode. Uh, Stingray was needed for this episode, especially for one of my my favorite scenes. Uh, but I didn't like the beginning, dude. What do you think? Well, first of all, let me ask you this question. What, did, what were your feelings about Stingray coming back? I actually liked him. I think he's a very comical character. Um, I didn't really know what uh, what the purpose was at the beginning, like to bring him back just yet. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, in later episodes, we're going to find out yeah. <laughs> what his purpose was. Um, but it, I wasn't really a fan of the intro. I actually didn't take that down as my first scene that I liked. Um, I liked the music, though, that he came to, that he walked up to Greg. But um, I guess that interaction, yeah, I, Greg is another character that I I really didn't know what was. I mean, obviously, to go back and forth <laughs> with uh, Stingray, but... Yeah, I agree with you completely. I, the opening scene really wasn't wasn't necessary. Uh, wasn't necessary. Yeah. Thank you. That's a good word. Yeah, yeah, yeah it really wasn't necessary. I, I'll tell you where I think we if we obviously we saw Stingray back, and like I said, I'm not taking anything away from that character. I like him, but that opening scene was not necessary, um, especially with Greg. Like even Greg, obviously he was needed for another plot point, you know, in the story that we're gonna get to as well. But he didn't need to be in the beginning. I don't think you know just talk calling out you know stingray and then oh you stink ray i mean it's just uh, again I don't, I don't like that brother so anyways so we're both in agreement introduction first three four minutes of this episode which was long it was like 38 minutes right it was yes, long it was, yeah and it's like all right we didn't need those three to four minutes man so all right brother take us to your first favorite scene absolutely yes um before i go to the first scene i want to point out the title of this episode okay. party time all right this is this is a connection to Karate Kid Part Three. Uh, it's a quote from Terry Silver. Do you remember when um, they lured Daniel to the Karate, Cobra Kai dojo, and the big reveal where Terry Silver and Mike Barnes tell him, "Hey, they had an agenda." Yeah. And and the, of course they beat up Daniel. They throw him out of the dojo. <laughs> is that when a crease then, the, the, he sees that crease is alive? Yes, that's correct. And then Miyagi comes yeah. in, and then Miyagi realizes that hey, it's a coup or it's a setup. Yeah. Um, and then they bow together and they say party time. Ah, or Terry Silver says party time. Damn. Okay. Look yeah. at you, bro. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, hell yeah, Monty. Monty bringing. Like, yeah, you know what? I was kind of thinking, like, why the hell was this called party time? But there we go. We have our Cobra Kai Karate Kid expert Jose Baron on it, bro. Awesome, brother. That's that's badass, bro. I didn't even think about that. Not at all. All right, go no ahead, worries, man. man. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna go to the first scene, which I called uh, "Silver Increase Before Class." You see Silver training, man, kind of like Clubber Lang and Rocky, you know, yeah. beating, you know, training pretty hard, pretty intensely, and then you know, Crease walks in, tell him it's time for class. Uh, Silver tries to make amends, and you know, kind of tells him that he hasn't forgotten what he did for him and that he'll do anything to prove his loyalty. But see, when he says that he'll do anything to prove his loyalty, I, I look at Silver as a very smart business, successful businessman. I don't feel like he has to prove himself. In my opinion, I, I, under, I understand he saved his life in Vietnam, but I felt he's kind of repaid him already. You know, he he bought him a dojo. He helped him out when he was flat broke. Yeah, <laughs> you know what sure. I'm saying. No, no doubt. Yeah, and and so I don't know. I just don't feel like Terry Silver needs to prove himself. What are, what are your thoughts on oh, that? Oh man, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I wrote that down. Obviously, I, I like uh, Silver. Silver's just killing it in this episode. We're just gonna get to that. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Silver. I mean, it was just killing it throughout this whole episode, man. Uh, but yeah, I wrote that. I'd do anything to prove my loyalty. Anything, and so. If we look back at the previous episode, right, where, you know, he got punked, right? We've been even joking about that this past these past couple of days through our text messages, man. You know, like he punked him, dude. You know, yes, captain or whatnot. Uh, maybe it was maybe it was a setup for Silver, you know, trying to set up Crease, or maybe it's really trying to get on his good graces. I don't know, man. There's there's a lot going on there. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I don't think he needs to prove his loyalty because he, he's shown his loyalty by providing another opportunity for crease but i think he really values that friendship you know what i'm saying 
uh, his friendship with with Johnny with and I mean Johnny Crease, right? John Crease. And so, yeah, he wants to prove that loyalty. And, and we get to see where what's going to happen when Crease doesn't respond the way that Silver wants him to respond. We're going to see that here right. in this episode, man. So, yeah, I think he wants to make sure that their relationship is good. Like, this is my brother. This is, you know, my boy that I've known since Vietnam. So I want to show him. So I think he was, you know, truthful with that and honest. But I think the way that Crease reacted, like you said, one of the things that you hated, I think that made him turn, bro. I really do. I really do think that that's what, like, oh, you know, screw this guy. But we'll get to that. Yes, we will. So that was it with that. So that kind of go, went into, like, the whole Cobra Kai training, right? So Kyler's back, you know. And I, I, right, wrote, yeah. I wrote this it, down. Kyler's back. Kyler's still whack. Kyler's you know? back. We on a mission. The limo. Yeah, we on a mission. But, yeah, so, again, we just see, you know, kind of like, the, just to set in the foundation for what this episode is going to be about, basically about the junior prom and Robbie wanting to get Sam jealous. You know, he still he still feels for her, right? He's like, yeah, you know, it'd be yes. good to ruin, you know, so-and-so's day or whatever, man. So, and then Silver, you're going in style. So, I like that, bro. But I this, like that, yeah. this right here, bro. So, talking about how we didn't like the intro, but this is how, this is how they should have brought Stingray back. What's up? <laughs> You guys remember that line from the old Bud commercials? I guess you guys were too young for it. Probably weren't even born yet. Eddie, what's going on, man? Hey, good to see you. Dieter, how's your mom doing? I wish she'd call. You could have had a really cool stepdad. Sensei! Sir, I am reporting for duty, and I require no thanks. Thanks for what? Oh, uh, you know, just defending the dojo, and I, I serve my time. Sensei, sir. Look, we're trying to train here for a tournament. Let's carry on, everyone. The All Valley Tourney. I'm well aware. Say, listen, I gotta. As opposed to the first five minutes when he came in, when he just walked in, you know, that would have been just badass. When he came in, he's like, "What's up?" You know, doing the whole Budweiser yeah, commercial, and he told that one kid, "Hey, man, you know, you could have had a really cool stepdad." And that's <laughs> yes, how I would have started remember. it, bro. That's how I would have brought Stingray back. You didn't need Greg. You didn't need the whole first, you know, three or four minutes of him, you know, eating, you know, pastries or whatever. And so that's how it would have started, man. What would you think? No, I agree. Yeah, that would have been a better intro because I actually like Stingray's intro. when he, And I, that's one of the scenes that I have down, the return of Stingray. Yeah. I put that as as one of the scenes that I like instead of the intro. Yeah. Um, I agree completely. Yeah, we didn't need Greg. I mean, yeah, they had good counter, but. Nah, I don't, no, I don't even I, think that, bro. I don't even think that. But you yeah, don't even think that? Coming, nah, nah. It was, it was too... Man, I don't know. Obviously, you know, this is TV, this is film, so it's going to be a right. little far-fetched. But why would a neighbor, where their house is so far apart, their houses are far apart, bro. It'd be different if their house was, like, next door, you know, like, really next door. But right. their house is, like, on a half an acre, and you're really telling me that you heard music that loud? Come on, man. It's a little far-fetched <laughs> for me, man. But anyway, so I love that. love how he came back defending the dojo. <laughs> He's just stupid. Yes. And then Kreese puts his ass in his place. So is this is this one of the wow. things that you didn't like, bro? Kreese called him out. He's like, you're a buffoon. No, actually. You have no value here. You will never be Cobra Kai. <laughs> Stingray lately, like he was going to cry, dude. <laughs> no, you know what? No, actually, I didn't mind that. This is Kreese being Kreese, in my opinion, in this particular scene. It's just later on. And we'll talk about it some more. Later on, there's some scenes where I'm like, in a way, Creases was kind of hypocritical, but I'll talk more about that. I, I know where you, I know where you're getting at too, but I love this. You're a buffoon. You yeah. have no value here. <laughs> I do like this, and you're right. Stingray, you know what? He took it on the chin, man. He took it on because Crease came down on him, man. He like did, man. Buffoon, he, he straight Joker. punked his ass. Straight punked him, man. Yeah, an embarrassment, no value. Those are some pretty strong words, man. And you'll never be Cobra Kai, my boy Stingray. I'm calling him my boy because I like how he responded. He's like. This is a test, right? And then he walks away. Challenge accepted. So Stingray takes it on the chin. I loved how he showed his determination to just want to be in Cobra Kai. And I'm actually going to reference one of Crease's own quotes um, from last season. You can tear it. It can tear you down or build you back up. And I think. And I think Stingray chose. I'm gonna I'm gonna build myself back up with this. I don't know if I'm going off on a ta- too much of a tangent. No, there. man, that's cool. That's good that you're referencing back to you know you know prior stuff, and it kind of kind of ties in with your your talk that Crease uh, is being hypocritical with things, you know. So, but yeah, I like that scene just because that's how I feel. You know, you should have brought Stingray back. It was good to see him yes. back. You know, obviously people were wanting him to come back. You know, in season three, he did it. 
And so it was good to see him back. So, yeah, that's how I would have done it. All right, man. So I guess it's me, right? Because, yeah, that pretty much those two scenes, came, you know, it, it, it went from, you know, Silver, you know, trying to prove his loyalty increase to the the what happened in the dojo right there, the Cobra Kai dojo. So for me, the next one is just Johnny, Johnny LaRusso's house. It was cool to see that, man. Uh, but, yeah, it's cool. Again, just I love when I see families together. I don't know. Maybe I'm feeling kind of sentimental right now. I don't know. But it was cool to see Johnny at the LaRusso's house and Rosa. But this stood out to me, right? Number one, the junior prom. Miguel, he's excited. He's like, no karate, no rivalry, no rivalries, just you and me. I like that. But then, yeah. you know, this and, – and because we know how the story ends and because we know what's going to happen in season five or we know a plot point in season five, we don't know exactly what's going to happen in season five. When Rosa, right? When uh, the grandma, right? She's like, se parece más y más a su papá. Like, papa, dude, yeah. like that, you know, like now, of course, when we saw it the first time back in January, I didn't think anything of it. I don't know if you did. But now it's like, okay, we should have known something was coming when that comment was made. What do you think about that? Yeah, totally. Like when, like when you, what you said uh, in January, I wasn't really thinking too much of it. But, you know, as, as the season progressed, we kind of saw, oh, okay. They were kind of hinting there yeah. that that's something we're going to get in season five. So yeah. really even, even, even at the end of this episode, right? I mean, for yes. a particular scene, you know, the fact of Miguel and his dad. So that, that was interesting. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So again, I'm excited to to hear your thoughts on that scene. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, you know where I'm going with that. But yeah, man. So I like this again. Just seeing you know Daniel and Johnny acting awkward, and then like you mentioned, Louis talking to Johnny. I don't hang out with those biker guys no more. So, but (laughs) again, you know what I love? Again, I'm just gonna point this out. The one big happy family, the cool picture. I love that man. Again, even Anthony for like two seconds of the picture was cool. But again, I just like that. I always like when they take a picture and they freeze frame it. You know, so it's just cool to me, man. What do you think? Do you have that? Yeah, I actually did. I, I called it picture time and okay. I just put it's a it's a feel good moment, milestone moment, because, you know, we both have kids and they're going to get to that age one day, yeah. whether we like it or not. <laughs> our daughters, and, right? Our daughters, right? Yes, our daughters. <laughs> and um, those photos are going to go straight to frame, man. Yeah, no doubt, that's, man. that's what I put. Those photos are going to go straight to frame. It's I, I don't know if you even caught it, but um, when Sam comes down the stairs and Miguel is kind of like, wow, you know, blown away. Yeah, 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 for sure. And 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 I don't know if you – it was brief. It was real brief. You had to focus on it. But you, you saw Daniel's face, and he just had the biggest smile, you know, on his face, like, you know, a smile ear to ear. And, it, you know, just seeing your your daughter in a beautiful dress, man. And, and I agree with everything you said about, you know, familia and family, you know, just spending time together, you know, so – it was just a good scene. Yeah, it was for I sure. Feel good. You know, I didn't really see. Uh, I didn't really see that that Daniel face, but I, I'm sure it happened. And yeah, for sure. I mean, that's you know, any any father's pride and joy to see his daughter, you know, happy and whatnot, and coming down and looking beautiful and all that. And I'm sure, you know, you've done the father daughter dance, so you know how that is, man. Yes. How excited they get, you know. But at that point, is they're going with another guy, you know, and so it's just like. <laughs> Yeah, we don't even want to talk about that. But yeah, bro, good yeah, scene. Yeah, that, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> great, great scene, man. All right, where are you taking us next, brother? I'm kind of going to skip a little bit, man, and, okay. and slow me down if I'm getting too far ahead. No, we can always jump but, back, bro. It's all good. Yeah, we can always jump back. So I'm going to go, I called it the entrance. Okay. And this is when uh, Tori and Robbie arrive at junior prom. Okay, okay. And it, immediately, Sam and Miguel are like, like their heads turned and they're completely shocked and they're thrown on balance off balance because they were expecting the night to go differently, you know? And like you mentioned, they, like you mentioned, Miguel told Sam, you know, this is going to be our night, no karate, no rivalry, no nothing. And then here it is their biggest rivals, you know, just arrive in style. Exactly. Like what Terry, like what Terry Silverson. And so this is basically them applying Crease's lesson about off balance. Yeah. yeah. They're applying it to perfection Mm -hmm. because right away, like they can't stop, they can't help themselves from looking. And I'm talking about Sam and Miguel and, and I just put Crease's lesson is basically being applied to perfection and it's never easy seeing your ex, you know, especially when they're with another person or another person that you're a rival with. <laughs> yeah. We're going to, we're going to talk about that here. And on. Cause again, that, that prom scene, you know, obviously has a lot of little scenes in between, but the, it intercuts to other things, man. So yeah, here's my question with that. Would they have really let, and this is my question to you. Would they have really let Bobby in back at a school function after what he did him ago? 
I was kind of thinking no, about I don't that. Think... Yeah, bro. So again, no, couple, I don't think so couple, either. Yeah, um, that... some far fetched stuff there, man. For me, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. Maybe Cali's different than Texas, man. But I don't know. <laughs> sure, that that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah I did. I was like, man, he just walks in all cool and stuff. He attempted murder, my boy Miguel. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, brother. I'm gonna. So I'm gonna actually gonna go back, dude. I like this because I, I text you about this as well. I remember. Uh, so. Obviously, the kids, they're on the date, you know, they're on the, they're at the junior prom, Miguel, Sam. So that just means, hey, there's some time for Carmen and, and Johnny. What are we going to do? He's like, what do you mean what are we going to do? <laughs> Business, right? Anyway, so she's yeah. talking about cooking them Ornalo de Chancho, you know what I'm saying? And and then Car- and then Shannon comes in. And I love how Carmen just marks her territory. <laughs> she said marking yes, her territory. I remember we I'm were, Carmen. We were texting about that, yeah. What did he say? I'm Carmen, his girlfriend. So, yeah, I like that, man. She just She's quick to say, yeah, I'm his girlfriend, man. Because, you know, Shannon's a very beautiful woman. So, you know, Carmen, I'm sure, you know, probably felt threatened like who is this beautiful blonde woman coming to see johnny but obviously it's robbie's mom and she was there because silver bro silver crossing the line you know that's what i put silver crossing the line you know even shannon said silver has his hooks in him you know she you know robbie's not listening but silver messing with family giving robbie a car obviously just for the night giving shannon money so yeah dude like you know, I just I just put that down. You know, obviously, Silver was messing with family. You don't cross that line, and that set Johnny off, man, which is going to take us to another scene. But, yeah, I like that simply because it was good to see, you know, Shannon back, and it was good to see, okay, what's going to be the catalyst that makes Johnny and Silver finally have that one-on-one interaction, man. So Yes. All right, brother. Where are you going next? The next one I'm going to, and... I called it breaking and entering. Okay. I know where you're going. I'm sure you you know where I'm going. Okay. It follows what I just talked about, right? Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. So Johnny goes to confront. um, I like that about Johnny just to kind of add what you, uh, the scene that you talked about, Johnny just drops everything and, you know, he knows what silver and crease are about. So he just dropped everything to go, you know, stand up for robbery or, you know, just to kind of let, silver no hey don't mess with my son yeah you know? exactly any that's, father that's, would... that's still my family yeah yeah that's still my family and um but silver being silver you know um you know he's mo- obviously monitoring he johnny goes to the old or to the cobra kai dojo right and um <laughs> so silver's obviously watching he's monitoring and he's like you know breaking and entering and you know johnny basically tells him you know to kind of keep keep himself and his cash and his cars away from Robbie and silver, you know, kind of just doesn't listen and throws him off balance by saying, Hey, meet me at the corner of Magnolia and Lanker shift, mm-hmm. which, you know, I didn't know what that meant at first. And then of course, later on, he calls somebody and says, Hey, what are you up to tonight? I thought in real time it was Mike Barn, So I oh, got really you? excited. Okay. I got really excited, but, um, we know it's not uh it wasn't mike barnes you know it was actually probably crease who he called but i just wanted to point out man you know next time we're on a in la like we were uh last year yeah we have to go to magnolia and lancashire and just take a photo in front of the old cobra kai you think think that's there you think there's like a building there i think it's a building there but it's probably looks totally different than what it that's cool i wonder where that's like at in- i wonder where that's at i we'll have to look that up man because la is yeah, big sure. but yeah for sure man it is yeah and i just like that scene because it references the old cobra kai dojo and we're going to talk a little bit more um but i also i wanted to point out this is kind of silver taking crease's lesson because remember that's one of the themes off balance yeah so this is you know silver kind of applying the lesson and we'll go into more detail as we go later into the episode. Yeah, but definitely Johnny, loving Johnny, you know, says, hey, keep your car and cash away from my son, you ancient piece of I shit. Love that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Love that. I'm gonna kick both of your asses back to the nursing home. So love that, man. All right, so I'm going to take us back to junior prom, bro. And I just, man, here it is, dude. Yeah, Robbie, Tori, they come in all in style and stuff. But Robbie with the dick move, dude. I, I kind of actually rewinded it, bro, today. I was like, hold on, is that... Robbie with a dick move bumping into Miguel. And here's what I put. So, yeah, he did. He did bump into Miguel. But Miguel was weak, dude, this season. I was just like, man, I was just thinking back on this season. Miguel was weak, dude. You know, his face, even his facial expressions he makes. Like, he, where's this cat that 
was tearing up Kyler back in season one, was just kicking ass, bro. Miguel was right. weak. He didn't even say anything. Like, yo, like, you bunt me. I'm going to say something. Like, hey, man. You know, so. And then we see Robbie really channeling his Patrick Swayze. That's what I put, you know, you know, just dancing and stuff. But two things that stood out. Number one, Sam going all googly-eyed for Robbie. And then Miguel going all googly-eyed for Tory, man. So, again, that's what we see for those, you know, brief couple of minutes. But again, I think the the big thing is, okay, Sam still having some sort of feelings for Robbie and Miguel still having some sort of feelings for Tori. So that young love, right? That young high school love. But then the other one, bro, like, come on, Miguel, this dude just bumped you. You're not going to say anything, man. So uh, what you got with that, man? You know what? That's a good point that you just brought up. Yeah, he totally should have said something. Yeah, dude. Completely, like, what the fuck man. You bumping me for? I know they don't use the yeah. F word. My bad. But like, what you bumping me for, man? Yeah. <laughs> hey, like a boys in the hood. Like, was it? You got a problem here? <laughs> oh yeah. Bro, they bumped Absolutely. my boy Ricky. <laughs> Ricky, yeah. yeah. And then you got uh, what was it? Doughboy coming out. You got a problem here? You got a problem here? <laughs> yeah, dude. Say something, man. Come on, Miguel, dude. Like, yeah, just yeah. And just because I had that scene down as well, you know, I completely agree that you made a good point about, you know, Miguel not uh, not reacting to that. Um, but what's Robbie over there? I think I texted you when we were watching this in real time when they were dancing. Robbie was trying to do some kind of lambada. <laughs> you know? For real, dude. No, but yeah. he's trying to do the whole Patrick Swayze dirty dancing, dude. You know, just the way he oh, was yes. like, remember when he was dancing yeah. with uh, what's her name? Baby. Baby. You know, just re- dancing really close and real, you know, seductive and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's. And some... then I like this. Go ahead. Oh, go sorry. Ahead. I mean, no, I'm just saying. I'm no, sure there's just... some women out there who were watching this, like, oh my gosh, Robbie's so hot. So, anyways, yeah, dude, because he was very seductive dancing and even like Tori's dress, man, it was very like low cut and stuff, man. So, and they know what they were doing. <laughs> who said that? Yeah. Uh, my boy, uh, what's my boy from Friday? Uh, Chris Tucker, uh, what was his name? It was Smokey. <laughs> Smokey. They, she know what she's doing, bro. They know what they're doing, man. <laughs> yeah. And just, uh, I like the song that's playing in the background when they're dancing. Is that the weekend? Eyes, but by the weekend, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's dope. That's dope, yeah. And, you know, something I would have preferred is rather than them, than Sam and Miguel just staring, why didn't they put on a show for him? Because I think at one point, um, Tori told, uh, or Robbie told Tori, let's put on a show. Cause they noticed that they were staring, but why did, but why didn't Sam and Miguel do the same Miguel's, thing? You know, you know I'm sorry to say, you know, I love Miguel, bro. So when I yes. say this, doesn't take away my love for him, but Miguel was weak. He was weak this season, man. He, he really was. I'm starting, I'm starting to get that. that. He, well, yeah, yeah. He, no, and there's a couple other things in this episode where we see that he was weak and maybe because he has a lot going on in his mind, True which we'll, which we'll get, you know, in these next last two episodes. So yeah, bro. What do you got after that? That one I'm going to continue with Tori and Robbie. Okay. You know, this is where they're still at junior prom. They're slow dancing. And um, I believe Tori asked Robbie if they're still staring. And Robbie says, nah. But I think you'd win a karate competition before dancing. Yeah, I hope so. Hey, Robbie, what's up? Hey, Robbie, what's up? All these Encino kids have their whole lives cut out for them. You know, I'll never have that. But if I could just win this one time, then I could look at that trophy and know I was best at something. That's stupid. No, it's not. I mean, I get it. Are you still watching? I don't even care anymore. That's, that was business. That was business. <laughs> I, yeah, did, I put that but, down. That was business. <laughs> but one of the things I, I like from that scene, there was a quote that Tori said, uh, and she said, if I could just win. I, well, first she was criticizing all these Encino kids having their life, whole lives uh, set up for them. But Tori says, if I can just win this one time, and she's talking about the, co- the tournament, uh, the All-Valley tournament. I can look at that trophy and know I was the best at something. So it just, yeah, it was. And it just, it's one of those things of sense of accomplishment and perseverance. She's been through a lot, especially since season three. And she has, you know, just the opportunity to come out on top. That's that goal, focusing on your goals, you know? So I just really like that for, 
for that scene. No, it was good. I wrote that down as well. And I I connected Tori to one of our favorite film characters of all time, Rocky Balboa. When Rocky told Adrian, you know, I I just don't want to be a bum. If I can just go to distance with Creed, no one's ever gone the distance with Creed. But if I can just go to distance with him, I know that I just wasn't some bum. You know, so that's what that's how I tied it yes. down, man, because that's all she wants. She just wants to have that one moment where I'm like, I wasn't just another, you know, kid from, you know, the wrong side of the tracks. So, yeah, dude, I love that. And then I did again. I like that. You know, are they still watching? I don't care. That was business, bro. And you know why it was business business because I wrote this down. Sam was watching, obviously, and Miguel wasn't handling business, bro. Dang, dude. (laughs) All right, man. So a couple more things before that that happened in the prom, and I'm going to go back to uh, one more thing. So Bert trying to Mac. Bert trying to Mac, dude. Trying to be like our boy Chango. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Talking about, hey, I'm part of Eagle Fang, you know, and then he's like, and then Stingray shows up. Like, what's the deal, dude? How did this old dude just get in? Like, do we not have good security? Again, another far-fetched thing. Another, you know. Especially in today's society. Exactly, bro. So another thing that, come on, writers, you got to do a better thing. Maybe have him you know, Instagram message bird or something, bro, or FaceTiming through Facebook or oh, they don't even use Facebook or something, bro. But then like that. And then Bert slow dances when I make my move, you know what I'm saying? But Stingray <laughs> says, Hey, Stingray has a move for you. So basically the whole point of Stingray showing up there is so they can have the after party pad, bro. So anyways, I like that. But one more thing, cause you talked about this, uh, crease and silver back at their old dojo. So he's like, going back to our roots, we're going to expand, making our dream a reality. So again, setting up for what's going to happen. So go ahead and take us to what's going to happen. I'm sure you're going to go there, right? So Crease yes, Silver, they're setting it up again. You know, Crease is all like, man, what are you doing? He's like, hey, this is ours. We're going to come back to where we where we set up shop. We're, gonna, we're here together. And then he's like, I got one more surprise. So tell us about that surprise. This is the, um, again, Silver applying... Uh, Crease's lesson and I called it the Johnny versus Silver which I never thought would ever happen man yeah. I didn't even think they would ever even meet yeah but it was so great that we actually got to see it is that like Hogan so is that was, like Hogan versus Rock bro kind of in a way era versus era <laughs> you know what I mean so Silver was totally strategic and he lured Johnny to the Cobra Kai dojo to quote unquote prove his loyalty to Crease. And his focus is on the tournament, man. I got to give him that. Silver is, because I think at one point, Kreese questions him, you know, we're supposed to be focused on the tournament. He is, and he actually explains it. That's what you get for betraying your sensei. You got him to come here? I had to prove my loyalty. You want him to get back at him, right? Well, here's your chance. What about focusing on the tournament? I am focused. The only way... That loser has a shot at winning the tournament. It's with the DS kid, right? How's that kid's confidence going to be when he sees his sensei beaten to a pulp? It'll totally throw him off balance. Just like your lesson. Unlike him, I actually heed your lessons, Captain. You know, what's the DS kid's going to think when he sees his sensei beat up to a pulp? And, of course, um, they get into it. Silver, this is Silver and Johnny. Uh... Johnny actually kind of plays a little bit more defense than I would have liked, but <laughs> basically, long story short, Crease or Silver gets the upper hand yeah. and um, pretty much takes him out. Yeah, and uh, and he tries to finish him, go no mercy, which is hey the Cobra Kai motto. Mm-hmm. And Crease stops him, and he's like, you know, that's enough. And and then Silver tells him what happened to no mercy, and. <laughs> And just creases like I, you know, he quickly goes back to like I thought you knew better than to question me. I love that though. That was cool. I thought you knew better than to question me. (laughs) And then to question me exactly. So then Silver's kind of confused, you know, and he never thought he I would see number one. I would never thought I would see them fight. But this is where I think Crease is hypocritical. What happened to enemy deserves no mercy? Because let's be real. Eagle Fang is the enemy of Cobra Kai. But he loves Johnny, bro. Come on, man. He loves Johnny. Yeah, he, he has a soft Johnny. spot. Yeah, he loves Johnny. He has a soft. He loves Johnny. He yeah. has a soft spot for him. So that's where this is one of the one of the reasons why I put Crease in the dislikes because I'm like, nah, man, you you got to follow the Cobra Kai model. You can't find a gray area. 
Yeah, but <laughs> hey, sometimes life life isn't black and white, brother. You know what I'm saying? So true that. You know, like that Johnny Johnny's the one kid that was his champion. You know, and as much as he's done Johnny wrong, you know, it's kind of like what you said at the beginning. You know, Terry showed his loyalty by helping out Crease, and Johnny helped out Crease as well, bro. You know, when when Crease came back, Johnny helped him. Obviously, Crease screwed his ass, but Johnny helped him, bro. So. Yeah, man, love that scene as well, man. You know, I love the Eagle Fang van just showing up. <laughs> it's just ugly ass, <laughs> yes. man. But Silver with the cheap kick, bro. You know, Silver with the cheap kick, bro. Yeah, train your Sil- sensei. Yeah. yeah, Silver with the cheap kick. Come on, man, fight. You know why do you gotta you know throw a cheap shot, bro? Yeah, that's what you get for betraying your sensei. And then it's again, Cobra Kai. Yeah, it's Cobra Kai. But Kreese is asking him, "Hey, why'd you do that?" He's like, "I had to prove my loyalty." And he's like, here's, your, you know, right there. Like, we want to win, right? Like you said, he's all gung-ho about winning the tournament. Like, how's, you know, his only hope is the Diaz kids. How is he going to feel, you know? And like you said, totally throw him off balance. I actually heed your lessons. But for me, man, with this whole scene, Silver's badass. He's like, ooh, LaRosa taught him some defense. Pretty boy, you know? Yeah. It's just, just cool. Just He's just being cool. As he's, you know, him Let's and Johnny. Yeah, him and Johnny are fighting, man. So I love that, bro. But he's like, guess you didn't learn too much, man. But yeah, you know, obviously surprised that creased um you know told him to stop but then again when you really think about it you know what were they gonna do like really beat his ass i mean i don't know man but obviously that's one of those things where i think more for me what i liked about it is you know there's that power struggle between terry silver and crease because again he's like what happened to no mercy he's basically calling him out and then Chris is like, I thought you knew better than to question me. So there's that power struggle that we're going to see sets off silver. We're going to see that. That's what set him off. Yes. You know? So, yeah. All right. So, yeah, man. You know, obviously, Chris, you know, wants to settle it at the tournament. So one of those things where it's bringing division between Chris and silver. But I'm going to take us back to stingray's house and neighbor greg neighbor greg just comes into the house like what's up bro but one good thing he said he's like yeah this guy doesn't even have you know any friends his own age so that was pretty funny hey but you know who was back dude did you notice who was back red red was there did you red, see red? yeah i saw red yeah <laughs> he was next to robbie right yeah man so it was cool just just seeing that again quick scene you know more than anything just to just so uh stingray could show his chops you know his karate chops because he obviously you know kicked greg's ass um, and so, yeah, dude, I, I wrote that down. It was funny, but yeah, you know, dude doesn't have friends his own age, but you know, he's just trying to, I guess, what, you know what, let me take it back to what you said, right? He's trying to, uh, no, he's not trying to, he accepted the ta- challenge from Crease, So he's going to prove to his peers, right? That he is covering right. kind of material, man. So do you have that down again? It's quick scene, man, but it's a quick scene. I, I didn't actually have it down, but again, why? I, okay, so I understand Greg being pissed about the loud music and stuff, but I think you mentioned they're decently far apart. Their yeah, houses are exactly. But why does he? Yeah, but why is he coming over there hating? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Or just walking into exactly. the house and stuff, man. Like right, yeah. yeah. Why didn't he just call the cops? Thank you, thank you for real. Like house you know. party. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like house. Party. Who's got a light? How about a Bud Light? Sorry, man. I just I had to. I couldn't resist. Kick your ass. All right, brother. Where are you taking us next, man? <laughs> the next place I'm going to, I'm going Daniel and Anthony. Thank and you. Yes. Finally. This is this is where the parenting theme kind of comes in. And, you know, Daniel walks by Anthony's room and he tries to empathize with Anthony because he knows Anthony is, well, at this point, he feels that Anthony is, you know, kind of taking it hard. Uh, so about the punishment with no screen time. So he kind of tells him, you know, we're trying to help you grow into the person we know you can be, which yeah. is, you know, good line, no doubt. good line from Daniel. And uh, Anthony appears remorseful, you know, kind of saying that, you know, he hopes they kick Cobra Kai's butt about the, you know, and uh, as Daniel's leaving, he, he hears the what notification. So basically the lies come out after this. So Daniel finds out he's been playing games this whole time. Well, maybe not the whole time, but at least in this particular scene. So he gets angrily and, you know, Anthony tries to kind of, you know, talk his way out of it saying it's not even an iPad or stuff like that. But uh, this is good parenting right here because Daniel goes 
like Johnny style when he says <laughs> quiet, yeah. you know, he yells that out and yeah. he breaks the tablet. Yeah. Anthony's all scared and he pretty much Daniel sets him straight. He's saying, finally. you know, the re- finally, yeah, this, the rest of the year is going to go the way it's supposed to go or otherwise you're going to, you know, you're going to be in for it. So I just love that from Daniel kind of took a page from Johnny and somebody finally put Anthony in this place. It's yeah, bro. And you know what I put, I'm with you. I have this scene down as well. You know, he breaks that, breaks the pad, whatever it was. He says, quiet. Yes. And I like what he says, strap yourself in for one hell of a rough ride and done playing games. Right. But you know what, man? Again, I don't, I don't consider myself an expert on parenting. Uh, I don't, man. You know, we learn as you go. It's not, it's not, uh, as they say, it's not a science. It's, it's, you know, you just, you just learn as you go. You know, it's an art. You know, it's not an art. It was not a science. It was something like that, man. But, you know, you got to start early with these kids, man, because then, you know, they're 16 and, you know, you're trying to calm them down. Well, you should have calmed his ass down when he was six. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what right, I put. Yeah. You know, you can't wait till a kid becomes a, a, a teenager, an adolescent when they're going through a transition, a physical transition, a, uh, an emotional transition, a psychological transition. You know, adolescence is tough, man. And so, you know, I see it with my daughter, man. She's changed. She's 13, bro. And you're going to see, you know, when your kids, you know, reach that teenage stage, man, as they say. And it's one of those things where I'm I'm seeing things that, yeah, she's questioning because that's what teenagers do. That's what I did. That's what you did. That's what all teenagers do. But she knows. She knows that whatever it is that mom or dad, you know, they're they're asking from her is something we established when she was young. So we say, hey, be respectful, and this is what respectful looks like. Well, she can't say, you've never taught me that. No, because we've been teaching you that since you were four or five years old. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, bro, I do like that. I did write that down, but I just put, yeah, you should have been doing that to his ass when he was six years old, man, you know? (laughs) But, yeah, finally, Daniel, thank you, finally, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right, brother. So let me take you to my uh next favorite scene and it's man sam bro i love she started shit i love it man she started it you know she's like hey seems like you're always behind me in line first miguel now robbie i have a half-eaten cupcake in there if you want some you know i'd kick your ass but promised your mom that i wouldn't stay the hell away from my family sorry i don't take orders from tiny little bitches you're always behind me in line. First Miguel, not Robbie. I have a half-eaten cupcake if you want some. It was just a cool scene, man. I love Sam, you know, just standing up for herself. And and then Tori, man, was a pretty good comeback. There we go, Miguel. Tori had a comeback. She's like, I'd kick your ass, but I promised your mom I wouldn't. So, And then she's like, I don't take orders from a tiny little bitch. So that was cool, man. And then it starts fighting, dude. You know, they start fighting. But, you know, Miguel's kind of questioning her. Why are you doing that? And what did Sam say? I'm doing what Johnny said. Bam, dude. That Johnny was, that was yeah, dope, bro. taking shit from her. Yes, man. So there we go, man. They start fighting. Uh, a little, yeah, obviously they got to choreograph it and make it look nice. I wish it was a little bit more realistic, but it is what it is, man. But then that one part, you think I broke your heart? You broke mine, too. I was like, what's up with that, man? And then this one, bro. I hated this one. And I hated this one simply because of what Miguel did not do. So, Robbie. You think my dad cares about you? He's just trying to make himself feel better for screwing up with me. And Miguel had no comeback, bro. Miguel had no freaking comeback, dude. I'm like, come on, Miguel, dude. And so anyways, they fall into the pool. Stingray jumps in. Cannonball. But Junior Prom (laughs) is ruined. But a good scene, man. Do you have it as well? I did. I, I actually liked the fight choreography, man. You, you did? Know, the, kind of, the team up, you know? Yeah, I mean, it was cool. Uh, I'm Rob- just saying, like, I, would, uh, I don't know, man. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It was, I, I a little too, it was a little too choreographed for me. You know what right, I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, of course, there are some key moments. And this continues the off-balance theme, man. You know, Miguel tackles Tori. And He's they have, at her. like, a little mo- <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have, like, a little moment. And then... Of course, you have the Robbie and Sam about breaking each other's heart, and um, and then yeah, that what Robbie tells Miguel, which I thought was very key, especially we're gonna talk about it here pretty soon, you know how that fits in, and I just you know what I just feel like Sam and Miguel are in a bad place, yeah, yeah, you know for sure because they were they were expecting the night to go completely different. But who but whose fault is that? That's their fault. Thank Very good you. question. Thank yeah. you. That's, that's their own fault. Because remember, I told you early in an earlier scene, they should have put on a show too. But again, they were thrown off balance. 
He should have. He should have kissed her, bro. He should have been like, you know, come here, Sam. You know, let me come Thank here. Thank you. Come here, yeah. Baby. You know, <laughs> like react, bro. Do something, Miguel. Come on, man. Yeah, but yeah, I just, I just wish they could have done something better. Like exactly. Sam and Miguel. It was, it was ruined. And, and then, of course, when they got out of the pool, they were like, you know, they were, they were basically at each other. Yeah. You know? yeah. I want to go home. You know. I want to go home and you know that moment with you and Robbie and that moment with you and Tori you be, or what did you say you've been staring at her all night yeah. and I want to go home and um, see there and then you got Tori and Robbie on the other hand they're like laughing it up having a good time they're actually enjoying themselves at junior prom okay so and they're going to enjoy themselves a little bit more <laughs> yeah. later on in this episode well, you know what man I, I hate to admit this but uh, Robbie took the lead right when he walked into you know, the prom, he, he took the lead. He said, hey, let's give him a show. He said, I don't care if they're looking at me. Miguel didn't do that. So there's the difference right there, right. bro. There's exactly. the difference. And that sucks, man, because Miguel's my boy. You know what I'm saying? It sucks. Miguel's my boy. So Miguel should have taken the lead. He's like, you know what? We're not going to worry about that. All I'm worrying about is you right now. I'm, I'm, all I'm focused on is you. You know what I'm saying? But my boy Miguel. We young, need, we need bro, a school. We need a school. <laughs> he's wet yeah. behind the ears. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother, take us. I know where you're going next, bro. I know. I know. If it's oh, if it's man. if it's gonna follow the same outline I got, I know exactly where you're taking this. I actually don't like talking about this scene, man. But I love I love the scene, but I don't like talking about it, man, because this is I'm gonna go Miguel and Johnny. So obviously Miguel, you know, after prom goes to seek advice you know so he goes to see johnny and of course johnny's passed out drunk after getting his butt kicked by silver okay i'm sorry because i know you're gonna go i know you're gonna take this and i know you got a lot for this but before i go there um yes. here's my question why didn't johnny go see carmen why did he go get drunk why didn't he go maybe open he up to her why didn't he go open up to her maybe he was embarrassed that's the only thing I can think of. Okay. You know, that was my question, bro. That was my question. You know, my yeah. bad before you, you know, cause I know you got some good stuff coming, but I'm like, why didn't he go see her, bro? Why didn't he be like, you know, Hey, you know, I don't know. Let her, let her nurse his wounds, bro. <laughs> She's a nurse. Right. There we go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. She's got experience. Exactly. <laughs> All right, brother, go ahead. <laughs> and so he helps him to bed, basically picks him up off the floor and, um, you know, takes off his shoes and everything. And, um, so Johnny kind of confesses, he's like, you know, he murmurs, you know, I, I just wanted to be a better father for you. Wait, 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 I'm, should we get here? I'm going to head to bed, okay? We can talk in the morning. Wait, wait, listen, listen. I want to be a father to you. I really do. I try to protect you. I try to be there for you. I just suck at it. I really suck at it. But I want to so bad. You're doing just fine. I love you. I love you too, Robbie. Oh, man. Miguel responds with like an I love you. And then Johnny responds, I love you too. But he says, Robbie. And the look on Miguel's face, man, heartbreaking just doesn't do it justice. Miguel had a rough night, you know, with the whole incident with Robbie and Tori and Sam. And it reminded me of, of one of our favorite quotes from a very fitting movie that, you know, kind of makes sense. That's going to be coming up soon from the program. Darnell <laughs> Jefferson. Dude, I was just thinking that. <laughs> Perfect ending to an effed up day. <laughs> I was just thinking that, dude. I was just thinking Joe yeah. Kane, my boy, yeah. Darnell Jefferson. Joe, slow your ass down. <laughs> Perfect ending to a fucked up day. Damn, and, and here's bro. the thing, bro. Here's the thing, man. As as close as Johnny and Miguel are, they're close. They've been close down, since day one, man. Yeah. There's a, and tell me if you disagree with this assessment, bro. Tell me, you know, there's a void in Johnny that no one's going to be able to fill but Robbie, no matter how much Miguel tries or how close they are. 
but which in my view in my understanding it's it, it, or from my point of view it's 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 understandable Robbie is Johnny's son that's his blood you know his life was is going to be always incomplete without Robbie that's good no that's 100% true right there and the only thing I'll say to that is Miguel I don't think Miguel's trying to fill that void I think Miguel's trying to fill his own void but he true. wants yeah. he wants to be a part of well, he wants Johnny to love him, you know, so that's Miguel trying to get his void filled. But, um, yeah, dude, I mean, that right there was was killer, dude, because right there, Miguel realizes Johnny's not my dad. As much as I want him to be, as much as I want him to fill mm-hmm. this void, guess what? He's not going to be able to. That's what I put, you know. Right. Yeah. And you know what? You actually pointed out a connection. You texted me about this connection. There's a connection. With oh, yeah, the I got it. I got it. Yeah, it's Johnny being drunk like Mr. Miyagi was drunk. Singing? And, uh, and singing, yeah, yeah, in part one. Yeah. In Karate Kid part one. And then when Daniel shows up, I, I I didn't even notice it until you texted me. Yeah, bro. Yeah, here it is. So let me give it to you. So Johnny drunk out of his ass singing just like Mr. Miyagi was, you know. Suki, su, you know. But then check this out. Here's why it also there's a connection. Daniel came to see Miyagi after he was embarrassed because of the whole spaghetti incident and stuff. So he's embarrassed. Miguel coming to see Johnny. Why? Because he's embarrassed. His prom was ruined. Robbie punked his ass. Robbie got the best of him. He's embarrassed. So there we go again. Daniel, Miguel, right? Miguel's a modern day Daniel going to see their senseis and seeing their sensei like that. The only thing that took this to a different level was um, Miyagi just fell asleep and was knocked out. But Johnny, you know, says, I love you too, Robbie, which is like one of those like damn moments, man, because... Again, Miguel right there, heartbroken. And again, I'm going to say that he realizes, hey, Johnny's not my dad. Mm-hmm. Bro, that scene, man. His face. I'm just looking at, at Miguel's face, yeah. man. Like I, like I said, I can't even. Heartbreaking doesn't do it justice, man. Homeboy was crying and everything. And like you said, you know, he realizes he can never be my dad. Yep. For real. So, For real. All right, brother. <laughs> let's let's move on before we you know we get yeah, all let's in, move on, in our bro, feelings yeah. and stuff. All right. So my next thing that I like, just again, I, t- I talked about it, the Quicksilver on the Ferrari. So nah. that was just dope, man. I love that shot. And just hey, you know, Robbie and, and Tori having a, like, hey, you know what? There it is. Robbie and Tori having a great moment. They didn't allow somebody else to ruin their day. They made it. So that's that's pretty cool, man. Uh, I'm sure you had that as well. And then before we get to the end, because I know we have the end, we both have the last oh, scene. Yeah. Uh, but again, Anthony Redemption, as much as crap as I talk about him, I got to say, hey, stand up. He's taking out the trash without the parents asking. Uh, I will say this, though, Miyagi magic. No, it wasn't Miyagi magic. It's just Daniel having Johnny. expectations for his ass. That's all it is. It's Daniel having expectations and following through. Don't coddle his ass. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I felt with that, bro. It's not some sort of magic like hey just have expectations for your kids and follow through don't coddle them so that's all i have to say about that did you have that <laughs> i actually did have the quicksilver scene as well man just to kind of piggyback up what you said i thought it was a great scene it was a ba scene i love the song playing by the midnight Mannix. okay i think hear my heart and uh you know it's one of those scenes where you know beautiful girl laughing good eye contact and um after the year that they've had and i'm talking about Rob- robbie and tori yeah. you know they've had through a pretty bad year it just felt good to see them have a positive moment that's good bro. That i didn't sense. even see that that's awesome that's good i like that you know so okay and i didn't i didn't actually have the um the Anthony taking out the trash scene. I I, I wasn't going to put it, but I, but I felt like as much crap as I talk about him, it's good for him to have some sort of redemptive moment, man. So it was right. cool. That's do you, do you actually there. believe him though? I do have a question. Do you actually believe that he's being sincere? I think he's trying for sure, man. I think, think, I think finally, cause his dad finally like laid the law down, man, for sure, bro. Like, you know, kids, man, you know, they just, they rise to the expectations that people, that, parents teachers have for them and I, I truly believe that man you know if you expect nothing from your kid then hey you're not going to get nothing but if you expect hey i i want this and that 90 percent because there's no 100 percent, 90 percent of the time it'll work out like 10 so i think he was and you know what and it kind of proved it because when we get to episode 10 you know you'll see that he's trying to change so i think so 
All right, brother, take us to the the last scene, and I'll I'll put in my two cents, man. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm going to close it out, man. And then um, I call this the beatdown scene. (laughs) I think I actually sent you a video about this when we were studying, when I was studying for this podcast. But, you know, you got Silver back at the Cobra Kai Dojo. He's upset. He's drunk. He's confused. <laughs> and he's confused. Yeah. You know, he's like talking to himself, you know, question me, question me. And then Stingray arrives. Did you notice he was wearing bear attire? Bear? Like, like he what? had a Chicago Chicago Bears. He Did had he? Chicago Bears oh, t-shirt. shit. Yeah. I like Stingray. There we go. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, that. he had the Chicago <laughs> Bears t-shirt and like a tracksuit. Okay. And um, Stingray arrives all cheerful, man, ready to prove himself. And, you know, he's like. Hey, Mr. Vice Sensei, how goes it? Ooh, is that a techno gym? I think Dwayne Johnson has one of those in his bathroom. Hey, what do you think you're doing? Sensei Kreese was clear with you. Get the hell out. I, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but I think he's incorrect in his assessment. You ask any of the students here uh, what they think of Stingray, and they want me on the team, sir. Yes, Sensei. I've already proven myself to my peers, but now I'm going to prove myself to you, sir. How bad do you want it? I want it more than anything else in the world, sir. It's literally all I want. It's all I think about. I'll do anything. Please. (laughs) You want to be Cobra Kai? So you want to be Cobra Kai, huh? His assessment is inaccurate that he's made good with the with his, his peers with his peers, peers yeah. his peers yeah, yeah that's what he said and he just starts to tell um vice sensei yeah. silver <laughs> he's like i'll do anything you know to be in cobra kai and silver quickly kind of gets this devious look on his face how bad do you want it and um for me it was a kind of a shocking ending i didn't see this coming because you quickly um, see Silver just start beating the hell out of him, bro. Just like <laughs> number one, he like he knocks him down. He's yeah. kicking him when he's on the ground, and yeah. then you can see him kind of like quote unquote curb stop him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then that's how it ends, and you roll the credits. But um, and the piano, don't forget the piano. And the piano, yeah, the piano, which was from the scene from episode one. Yeah. And it's one of those things where. Stingray is just really passionate about being in Cobra Kai. He'll do anything, man. When you're and you've mentioned this on your mission driven podcast, man. When you're motivated, when you're passionate, man, you don't see obstacles. Yeah. And that's true. freaking Stingray right there, man. So <laughs> But there he could have yeah, been yeah, a, he could have been a little smarter there though. But <laughs> that's true that you know yeah. what I mean. I just thought it was a shocking way to end it because I'm like, damn. For sure. <laughs> you, know? you got him on the ground like huffing and puffing like (laughs) my ribs (laughs) i know right (laughs) you ain't so bad now i said oh man yeah dude love it silver drunk question you no mercy bullshit i proved my loyalty awesome dude uh silver's killing it man killing it killing it in the scene uh and then how bad do you want it more than anything else in the world like all right come on come on come on stingray there's got to be something else you want in the world man but yeah you want to be cobra kai Silver starts whipping his ass, man, and dude, love it, love it. You know, Silver, Silver went mad, and that's what I'm going back to. I'm going back to that, man. What I was telling you when, when Silver and Crease had their confrontation, when Crease didn't want to kick Johnny's ass. That right here, dude. This is kind of just taking Silver over the edge, man. He's like, look, dude, you yeah. know, it's taking him over the edge. He's drinking heavily now, and now he, he's he's going psycho. He's going back Karate Kid Part Three, and I'm gonna point that out gonna point that out when we get to our last episode exactly what i mean by that he's gonna go he's he's already you we're already seeing that he's going back to just being this crazy maniacal person man because yeah he tore up stingray and i didn't see that coming man it's all like dang dude so yeah i love it man i love it love that it's 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 almost like uh crease kind of unleashed something inside of him you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, cause silver was fine. He was fine before Crease walked into his life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was what living in Malibu. And Cheyenne, on the beach. come on, bro, my girl. Cheyenne, Cheyenne. everything. Yeah, dude. And then comes in and just kind of says a few things and gets him all twisted. And 
he just like goes out of his way to prove his loyalty and look what happens. Yeah, for and, sure. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. I think he's on something. I think he's on something, but we'll talk about that in another episode. Trust me, I'm gonna bring that Absolutely. up again. All right, brother. So our run it back. We're gonna get to the categories. That's all our favorite scenes, you know, and scenes that we felt, you know, were you know, were great in this episode. Party time, you know, episode eight. So run it back scene. Our run it back scene is a scene that we'd watch over and over again because it's just badass. Where are you going, man? I had two down, man, but I think I'm gonna I'm gonna settle for Johnny versus Silver. I, I just like that, man, because we we never thought we would have seen it. So I'm gonna go with that one. The the fight between jo- Johnny versus Silver at the Cobra Kai Dojo, the OG Cobra Kai Dojo. OG Cobra Kai Dojo. Okay. Well, I was gonna go with the Miguel one, but that's too sad. So I went with the last one. I went with that. You want to be Cobra Kai? I like how to watch that. I watch that mug over and over, bro. You want to be Cobra yeah. Kai? Silver killed it, dude. He killed it, man. Yeah. I love that. Love his intensity. I love how he jacked up Stingray. So yeah, that's my running back scene. You want to be Cobra Kai? You want to be Cobra Kai? <laughs> Badass. All right, brother. Best quote. I'll be. I'll be honest, man. This was kind of hard. You know, most of the time when we say best quote, best dialogue exchange. You know, we we find some some wisdom, but there was not, not to say that there wasn't a lot, but there wasn't one quote that really, oh, this is bad, at least for me. So I'm curious to see where you're going with this. Uh, the one I'm going with is what Tori said when she was slow dancing with Robbie. She's like, if I can just win this one time, I can look at that trophy and know that I was the best at something. Okay, cool. So I, went, I went with that one. That's cool. I went with Sam. Hey, you're always behind behind me in line. First Miguel, now Robbie. I have a half-eaten cupcake if you want some. I like that, man. So <laughs> Yeah. So you went, Tori. I went, I went Sam, brother. All right, back to the writer's room. Let me go first. Usually you go first. Sure. Let me go first. Back to the writer's room. Not actually adding anything. I'm cutting. I'm cutting a scene out did you notice that we didn't even really talk about louis cousin and talk about that so i i said this from the very get-go i said this from the first time we watched you know season four that scene with uh what's her name nessa you said her name was nessa nessa Where yeah. she's you know being the therapist or whatever uncalled didn't need it so back to the writer's room for me we take that scene out we shorn this episode we take it out. So that's me, bro. Cause I don't think I need I don't think I needed it. It didn't advance the story in any way. So that's where I'm going. And again, nothing against I know that's Ralph Macho's daughter and whatnot. Nothing against Julia, her. Julia Macho. Yeah, nothing against her, but I feel for the story just wasn't necessary. So that's where I'm at. So what about you? For me, I, I you know me, I go I go overboard with these <laughs> and probably unrealistic is a safe word to say. Yeah. But I really wish the silver versus johnny fight would have been a little bit longer okay just a well that's bit. what maybe, i'm saying maybe. okay take out nessa's scene and make that fight a little bit longer there we go bro some more karate yeah. you know exactly and i would have just loved if they would have added some of silver's dialogue from part three like when he fought miyagi when he did the hand motions yeah and he said whoa yeah, you yeah, know and yeah. he said come on let's let's see how good you really are yeah that'd be cool <laughs> see yeah bro there we go okay that's what i'm talking about you take that scene out you know nessa and then you add that you add more fighting just like i said in the last episode you know you you put some okay you know why because in the last episode i said hey it would have been cool to see sam and miguel training with johnny and what was Sam complaining about in this episode about the tornado kick? It would have been cool to the see. Tornado kick. It would have been cool to see her do that in the last episode. So yeah, let's get some more karate, guys. Come on, we don't have to add Nessa and some more dialogue. Let's see some karate. Let's see some ass kicking. All right, that's just mm-hmm. us again. That's why we're here. We have a podcast. We're not writing, but that's what we would do. All right, brother CK3. We are almost done. CK3 and one more All Valley trophies. But let's go CK3. Top three characters from this episode. Oh man, I put um, I put Tori, I put Stingray, and I'm gonna add Silver. I know we've added him multiple times throughout the season, but he just truly kills it. Yeah, throughout this is this season. is probably one of his best episodes for sure. Yes, so I'm gonna go Tori, Silver, and Stingray. Stingray, bro. Okay, all right. I'm, just the comedic value. Yeah, okay, for sure. I'm going Silver for sure. Silver killed it. I think this is probably one of his best episodes that he's done. And then Johnny, and I'm going Sam. I don't know. I got this 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 love for Sam, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, brother. All Valley Trophies. What are we ranking it on a scale of one All Valley Trophy to five All Valley Trophies? What you got? 
You know what? I, I actually kind of like this episode. I'm going to go uh, 4.25. Dang. Why is that? I just like the music and, uh, <laughs> you know, there was a lot of scenes that I liked. I liked the, uh, of course, the Johnny and Miguel. Yeah, yeah. Love that. I love the uh, Quicksilver, Robbie and Tori, mm -hmm. you know, and um, <laughs> the ending win. The ending's <laughs> dope. You know what, man? You, yeah. you swayed me to move it up. I had it at 3.75, but I'm going up to a solid four. Yeah, it's it's solid good. Four, it's yeah. good. Now talking and the to music. you. I like the music. You like the music. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, I like the music. Good stuff, brother. All right, well, hey, that's it, brother. We have two left. We have two left. And to our listeners, thank you so much for listening. We have two left. So, again, you know, it's just a couple of weeks away before season five comes out. So if you're, you know, needing some Cobra Kai fix, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. And as we talk and dissect and just break down the lessons and insight and the cool, funny stuff from Cobra Kai season four. So with that, again, we just want to say thank you. Jose, you want to say anything else, brother, before we go? Just to echo what you've just said, man, just thank you to everyone who takes time out of the day to listen to us. We truly appreciate it. And we're like uh, 31 days out from 31 or 32 days out from season five. So we are so looking forward to it. We're going to finish uh, season four and let's just, you know, get saddle in for That's season it. five, man. That's yeah. it. We are going to finish season four. We have two episodes left and those are the tournament episodes. So man we're excited to do that but again like jose said we're thankful all right brother so hey until the next one man you know hey we keep going because cobra kai never dies never dies all right brother